This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. All right, guys. Uh, happy Friday. Is that what today is? Chris? All day. When I look at you, that means I need answers. <laughs> Sorry. I got to do like 17 things. Sorry. I know. Um, so today we're doing uh, a little bit of a different episode. Greg is in the middle of very important stuff at his house. He's moving his whole house. He's picking up and he's just moving it right along down the road. So it's just me today. So we decided to do a special little... Uh, a live pairing episode, if you will. No, not, not if you will. That's exactly what we're doing. Um, and I got, of course, I have Secret Chris um, on mic and behind the camera. He's doing all, all kinds of secret stuff over there. I think he's trying to buy Bitcoin. I don't yeah. know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, that's, uh, well, Bitcoin's in right now, right? <laughs> so today, um, I'm going to do a little bit of a pairing, and then uh, maybe we'll have some questions, because we're, we're, we're live today doing this on YouTube's. And then um, it was just jive a little, talk about what's going on in the industry, uh, talk about what's going on in life, and uh, go from there. So first, let's go into our pairing today. I didn't want to do alcohol because I have plans tonight, and I would have been taking a nap very shortly. So I went instead with a cappuccino, and I'm like, what is the best cigar that we have in our hands that would go well with a cappuccino? And there was really just one, and it was hands down, like not even any sense in uh, any other discussion, it was the Sobra Mesa Brulee, the brand new cigar from Steve Saka at Dunbarton Tobacco & Co. So, as you see, we have our cappuccino here, we have our cigar. So first, so we do cappuccinos, we have a restaurant here that does them in a very cool way. So first, it, it had whipped cream higher, but it melted a little bit in the temperature. Cinnamon drizzle, a little powdered cinnamon. And then for sugar, rock candy. Now, this would have worked better when the coffee was hotter about 10 minutes ago, so we're going to see if this melts, but it gives you a nice little sweetness. You hear that sound? Ah. Sounds great. I'm like the fat Bob Ross, and you see, that's a happy little cup, right? A little sugar in there. You just need your, uh, an afro will be good. I mean, I have one, but it's on my back. So, I'm going to try to get that sugar to melt. Probably not going to work. Just do a little faster. Now, let's get into the cigar here while that does whatever that's... Ooh, it's still hot. Well, it might be good, folks. So, the Sobre Meso Brulee, named after the famed dessert, the creme brulee. For those of you who don't know, the creme brulee is like a custard with like a sugary top, and then you use a little torch. Oh, the magic of cinema. Um, and you use a little torch, and it's a very creamy, custard, sweet dessert. I actually had my first one not too long ago, my first creme brulee ever. I had it at a, at a steakhouse. Um... So it takes the same from that because it's very creamy. It's very smooth. Um, Steve has come right out and said, this is your grandfather's Connecticut. It's, it's hot talk the past few years for folks to come out with a, either a Connecticut shade or an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper and say, oh, no, don't worry. This isn't your typical Connecticut. This got crazy stuff going on and a bunch of hoopla and how do you do? Steve said, no, I made your straight up old fashioned Connecticut cigar. It's smooth, it's creamy, it's mellow, has some nice flavors to it, but it's essentially an easy smoke is what I think he was trying to get at. Um, an easy smoke for me, in my definition, something you pick up light, you don't need to do a lot of preparation, you don't, oh, I gotta make sure I eat first, I gotta pair it with, the, with I gotta have the beer, I gotta have a whiskey. No, 
light it up, smoke any time of day, any circumstance, this cigar will work. And that's exactly what you get with the Sober Mesa Brulee. So I'm going to light it up quickly, and then I'll get into the little factoids about it. I'll get into the filler binder and the wrapper. And, of course, it's a Steve Saka cigar, so, you know, instead of just saying, you know, this wrapper, this binder, this filler, i got to look at a phone. There's a whole bunch of names and numbers because he has to be he's the most specific guy I've ever met. A lot of companies are trying to get away from being too specific. They're like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, generic Nicaraguan wrapper. Steve will tell you what time of day in what year that wrapper was picked and by who and what they had for lunch the day they picked it. So let's see here. got my Zycar XO cutter. Shout out to the good folks over at Zycar. Give it a little snip. Beautiful. Oh, well, look at the little mini lotus lighter. That's not, that's not bad at all. Give it a little, a little toast. Kind of like you would do with an actual creme brulee. Just going to toast the edge a little bit there. Get that to ignite. Mm, excellent, excellent uh, kind of aromas getting off that end. Where to go? That is creamy and delicious. Mm. Now, uh, how, how, and many, found, how so, many of them? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. How many have you had of those so far? I've probably had five or six since the trade show. Probably around there, maybe seven of them. Um, now, there's a big conspiracy theory out there right now about this cigar that we're going to get into in a little bit, and I'm smoking one of the cigars that's part of that conspiracy theory, I think. So first, let's get into what's going on here. Hold on, we're trying to... Okay. So like I said, it can never just be a simple filler binder wrapper. The Sober Mesa Brulee uses an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade G2BW wrapper. Do you know what that means? I have no idea. Over a Mexican Matacapa Negro de Temporo binder... You, you guys have all heard of that one before, right? Nope, figured. And then Nicaraguan fillers. So you have a Condega CSG, which I'm guessing is uh, Corojo or Criollo Sungrown, uh, Pueblo Nuevo Criollo, a La Jolla Esteli Corojo 98, and uh, some hybrid Lajero. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, what I'm surprised about, honestly, is that Steve was able to use some what, what we would consider stronger filler tobaccos just by the names, you know, Nicaraguan Criollo or Corojo. Th- these tobaccos are generally used in more medium, medium to full bodied blends. But I guess the way he blended this, the amount of each tobacco, the ratio of those tobaccos um, and maybe the age on them, really, it's a very nice mellow smoke. Not a lot of craziness in the flavor. So now let's go over to our cappuccino. For those of you who are not coffee aficionados. Cappuccino is basically espresso with layer of steamed milk. And then you put a little whipped cream on top and a little cinnamon. Uh, similar to a latte, except they use more cream and they have the cinnamon and everything. And obviously a little sugar stick. Oh, look at it melted. Ain't that nice? That's special. So hold on, let's do it. All. Oh, that's exactly how I like my cappuccino. Very sweet. <laughs> but with still a nice amount of the coffee. That's kind of what you're getting here. On the Sober Mesa Brulee. With each puff. Hold on. Mm. That tastes exactly like my cappuccino. First initial puffs. You're getting some light cocoa. You're getting a good amount of cream. More, more of a creamy aroma and like a subtle kind of back tongue note. 
more so than like a like a Fortright flavor, uh, more like a creamy undertone, if you will. And then you're getting some light coffee in there. You're, you're actually getting the same coffee taste you get from a cappuccino. It's not deep espresso, like the coffee bean, like a dark bean. You're getting like, oh, this is like a sweet cup of coffee I got from Starbucks or from my local cafe. That's what you're getting. This is a, a perfect pairing. It really is. Now, as I said before, there's been a little bit of controversy. I'm not going to say bad controversy. No one really cares. Uh, in, in, a, in a negative way. But there's been a good amount of these brulees that when people have been smoking them, and myself included, and Greg, on some of the first ones we've smoked, we insist that there's a sweet tip on this. We were like, we, there, it was such a sweet-tasting cigar on the end. Not overly or too much so um, overall, but definitely like not just a natural, to, like we're, we were sure that it was sweetened. And uh, when I went on the, um, the Cigar Dojo show uh, a couple months ago, even Eric from Cigar Dojo was like, did you think that that had a sweet tip on it? And I'm like, oh, man, it tasted like that. Well, I'm here to tell you that according to Dave Lafferty and Steve Saka, in no way, shape, or form was this cigar sweetened at all. This is just apparently natural tobacco sweetness. There is no, no, no sweet gum, nothing used. And I believe him. Of course I believe him because... Steve, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't say, oh, yeah, we made a tweet for you to like it, but we're not going to tell you it's sweet. They wouldn't go through a bunch of nonsense. But that being said, this is one of the sweetest non-sweetened cigars I've ever smoked. And that's a good thing. I like sweet. Sweet, sweet and rich are my profiles that I, that I gravitate towards. Uh, maybe they are for you, too. I don't know. Hold on. Puff time. Mm. God, that is absolutely delicious. There's a deep nutty core in there also. Some You get it kind of on the retrohale. I want to say almonds, a flavorful nut, if you will. Don't let your mind wander on that one too much. But like an almonds, not, not something too like a cashew. I don't like cashews. They're bitter. This is more like a savory, oh, I hate to say like a savory nut. Chris, I see you smiling over there. Stop it. Um, but a, a nutty core that, that's really balancing out well with the coffee flavors and the cream and the, that little bit of cocoa in there. Again, I, I, I'm definitely thinking that cocoa, that little bit of that slight darker richness is probably, my guess would be from that dark Negro Mexican binder. Um, but also it could be from some of the filler tobaccos as well. But this is absolutely, it's, it's just, it's fantastic. It's everything you want in a, a great morning smoke, or like I said, a great anytime smoke. You just want to light up a nice cigar, if you, especially if you're having coffee, any time of day, outside, inside, in the cigar lounge. This is a cigar you don't need a proper time for. It can be utilized whenever. Certain cigars, for example, uh, a Padrone or like a Jacob's Ladder Brimstone, you can't smoke a Brimstone just any old time. You can't wake up and like, oh... I'm going to go, you know, on my way to work, I'm going to light up a brimstone. That's not really how it works. You need a specific time for that cigar. It's very strong. It's very potent. You need to relax. you got to have something in your stomach. you got to have a certain kind of drink with it, which is fine. I'm all for that. Brimstone is one of my favorites, and I'm ready to spend the time to get all that situated. But if you just, like, I just want to light up something good, flavorful, e like I said, easy. It's the brulee. It really is. And at a great price point. I mean, Dunbarton is a, a more boutique, kind of a smaller operation, so... Their prices, you know, it, it, oh, but they're competitive. They're very competitive. You know, obviously, they're not going to be something like a huge mass market company. But in terms of the product that they're delivering, very, very competitive. Hold on. My mom's texting me. Let's see what she has to say. 
She's getting all ready for the holidays. Are you guys getting ready for the holidays? We have a lot of stuff coming in the holidays. A lot of stuff. We have, uh, <coughs> excuse me, some great deals for Black Friday. Cyber, all Cyber Weekend, we have some amazing deals coming up. You were going to say something, Secret Chris. Oh, no, I was just getting ready <coughs> to, to chime in on the, on the stuff we have coming up on the year ends. I know you just uh, sent me your uh, top 25 list, and I cannot yes. wait. Did you read it? Yeah. <laughs> I agree with all of it. You sent me the list of it like two days ago of mm-hmm. just the cigars you're picking, but then like your your, your descriptions within why you po- like why you picked that cigar. I think it, I think fans should be happy. Honestly, I'm not just saying that. I think it's a really good in depth with like what you and what you and Greg decided to pick. Well, I thank you for that. Now I'm gonna be a little cocky here, Chris. I know that my list was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was more asking, how was the writing of it? Did you read? Oh, the my whole fault. Thing? My fault. Yeah, I read. I read. I think the first. I think I read from twenty-five to eleven, and I did like the writing. And mm. before you sent the list, you're like, you know, each each one had like its own like two three sentence and a paragraph. And as it went down, I saw that it was you re- like your number one. You gave it a legit like four or five paragraphs. And, and well, that's and, that's how you do. You, it's you, smart. I mean, all those cigars. You know, any any cigar at the top. I mean, any cigar ever deserves respect. I mean. Somebody put the time in to figure out a blend, even if it's not what you prefer in terms of a flavor profile. Somebody took the time to figure out a blend. You know, you had people working their ass off in a field to pick it, ferment it, age it, roll it, package it. Every cigar deserves respect. Um, now, obviously, if you're doing a 25 list, uh, people want to know a little bit more about your number one through five choice than they do about 25. But I made sure to give each cigar on that list a good amount of backstory information, what the blend is like. And I also made sure to include a sentence on why this is included in our top 25, whether it was unique or it was just a, 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 you know, a lot of hype around it and, it and it succeeded in that hype. Whatever the case may be, I didn't want to say, like, oh, yeah, this is a good cigar I like, so here's, it's on the list. Every cigar was chosen for a reason. Now, I stay in the top 25 list. We don't have some like super, like an actual scoring system, like a half wheel or a cigar aficionado where they do blind tastings. You know, Greg and I rated these cigars as we went throughout the year on a simple rating, you know, like at a 10 or out of 100, whatever, whatever we did. And then as we're compiling our list, we just, you know, how many, how often do I smoke this cigar on my own when I'm not doing a review or I'm not doing a podcast or I'm not doing this or that? How many times when I reach into my humidor at home on a Friday night am I pulling out this cigar? You know, what makes it special to me? When I hear the name of this cigar, someone says, hey, do you want one of these? Do I get excited about it? And then we kind of rated it in, in that way. A, a more personal and I think a more like realistic rating system. I mean, at least for, for us in terms of like the everyday man. Um, the guys from Aficionado and Half Wheel and Dojo, they're, they're the experts. I, am, I consider myself underneath them. They are the know-how. They are the scientists who actually are doing the mathematics behind it. And you definitely need that. But for... A beginner smoker, your average day Joe, likes a couple of years, and he's like, hey, why are these on the top 25 list? Well, here's why. Yeah. We didn't do some, uh, a mathematical equation, this plus this equals this, and that's what the rating is. This, it was good because it tastes like this, it burns like this, and we like the band. <laughs> so um, we, um, we have a few questions for yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, a question from Michael Irvin. Um, should, you match your, should you match your coffee with the cigar profile? So dark coffee with darker cigars, Lighter, lighter, milder cigars with light, lighter coffee with cream, etc. Can you? I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? So I think he's basically asking: Do you match? Like, if you're just drinking a dark coffee or black coffee, do you match it with a darker cigar, or do you match it like if you're having a, a, a lighter coffee, do you have a lighter cigar with it? 
I think you're saying the same thing twice. Yeah, well, he's basically yeah. wondering how. Like, do you have to? Like, do you have to? You don't have to. I mean, I think what both look like. I guess not. Not. Not look like. Um, you know, there's always the the connotation of the darker the cigar, the stronger it is. That's not true. And I've spoken about this many times. It was actually in our myths, our top five myths video. Um, a darker cigar connotates a richer, more bolder flavor. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be stronger. It's going to have more flavor, though. So you can have a dark cigar like an Ashton Maduro that's going to have some nice, dark, rich flavors to it, but it's not going to be insanely strong. Or So my point being is that you don't have to mimic light wrapper, light coffee. Okay. This goes amazingly well with the cappuccino. However, if I had a double espresso right now with two sugars in it, it would go almost as well with that. It goes a little bit better with this because with the cream and the whipped cream on it and the creamy nature of the Connecticut wrapper, it fits very well. However, this has those deep underlying sweet coffee notes to it, like espresso notes to it. So it would go well with a, with a double shot of espresso or just a regular old... I don't really don't do drip coffee that often, like your American style. I don't sound so fan. Drip coffee. But um, I usually do espresso, double espresso, a mocha, a latte, something in that, in that realm. But no, just because something's dark doesn't mean it has to go with something dark. You know, uh, a dark, rich Maduro, like let's say the new La Coalition or even the Tricky Traca um, from Steve Saka, those are very dark wrappers. However, my favorite, I, I pair them up with a bourbon that is very light in color. So color really, you get an idea, when, at least when it comes to cigars. I'm not talking about coffees or whiskeys or anything like that. But when it comes to cigars, you can kind of dictate amount of body from a color but you can't dictate the strength nor can you dictate what those flavors are going to be because you can have a jet black cigar that's rich chocolatey uh coffee kind of notes or you can have a, a jet black cigar that is spicy zesty peppery have some cinnamon in it so the only thing you can really the only value you can take from color is amount of body amount of flavor darker is going to have a, a more body to it lighter is going to have i'm going to say less body but in reality, less body. Nice. Um, someone asked, what's your favorite cigar that's not available on JR? Hmm. That maybe you've tried that's not on the website yet. We can go that um, Probably the Opus X, and only because they're not letting people sell it on the website anymore. Uh, but even when they were, it was only in, like, in very rare packs that we had. Okay. Um, but I don't know, man. Here's, here's the thing. I've definitely tried cigars that we don't sell. I mean, I, I, I would be a, kind of a fraud if I didn't. Um, the thing is, though, is we have such a huge variety here. I mean, in terms of... There's, there's very few big, notable brands out there that we don't carry. I mean, there's some private labels for our competitors that are, that are good that I've tried that we don't carry, but we have something similar. There's, like, the Hiram and Solomons and McAuliffe cigars, which, are, which I have tried and are good that we don't carry. But we have such a huge variety here, and we're getting the hitters. I mean, if you look at any top 25 list that comes out every year, very few times, except for Cuban, whenever a Cuban is rated, do we not carry that cigar. We always have those cigars here. So I'm, I have the availability to get the best of the best already at my own location for usually very little money. <laughs> so for me to go and, you know, but obviously if someone hands me something from another company, I always want to try it, especially if there's a lot of hype around it. For, <coughs> for example, Steve Saka just did an 80th anniversary for, I don't like naming, but, but a competitor of ours, Steve Stocker, just did a, a blend. I'm probably going to give that cigar a try. I mean, it's Steve. <laughs> I'm yeah. obviously going to try it out. 
Um, someone asked me a question. What's uh, my favorite cigar that JR sells so far? Um, they asked you a question? Yeah. Oh, feel yeah. free. I can take my mom back. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a really tough question. I think what's been on my mind a lot lately, what I want to try again is the um, Brimstone. Because we did that on the podcast when I was when I filled in for Greg. And that thing just, it was so good. And when I was in Tampa Cigar Bash, I, I had to go out of the way to tell Robert Holt, <laughs> like, it's such a good cigar. And we're talking about it. So that's probably my favorite one right now that, that J.R.O. sells. Oh, by the way, he called me yesterday, Chris. He said, stop texting him. Okay. All right. <laughs> Didn't even think that was his number. So, um, Are there more Chris questions? Are there questions? No, no. There's, People, that was I, I want you to ask Secret Chris some questions. No, nah, they don't have to. I'm not as interesting. Um, Brain is Lavlekic asks, <laughs> what do you think about Italian cigars like, like Toscano? Um, I mean, I love them, man. <laughs> Uh, the Toscano cigars are, you know, they're, they're steeped in history and heritage. Um, for those of you who don't really know what we're talking about, you can either Google them or, you know, like the, the I used to call them Clint Eastwood cigars. So very similar to the Parati's and the, the Nobles. They That's what they look like. They're like a Clint Eastwood old time West. Um, but the Italian style cigars, I mean, you know, listen, they're not ever, you know, my, my daily choice. But a lot of times they have a lot of good flavor on them. Um, and I like that. Like, I like that style of smoke. Sometimes they use a, a, a Kentucky dark tobacco, similar to a pipe tobacco, or similar to what you see in the Drew Estate uh, Kentucky Fire Cured. So I, I like that smell, I like that aroma. Um, again, not something I choose every day, but definitely part of my repertoire. Um, and I also, if you ever want to try a really neat experience, try the CAO Italia, which uses tobacco from Italy in it. Very unique sweetness to that, like, like a really unique sweet spice that you really, really don't find in a lot of other tobaccos. Chris Kirby asks, what's the difference between the regular Jacob's Ladder and the Brimstone? So the Brimstone, um, besides obviously the, the big size difference, the Brimstone is only one size. It's, a, uh, I believe, a double or uh, it's a perfecto of some sort. I don't know if it's, I can't tell. I don't remember if it's doubly tapered, but it has a taper on the, on the foot. Um, almost a Salamon size, not quite, but <coughs> similar in, in the same vein as a Salamone or a Salamone. Um, and it uses an extra layer of Lajero tobacco. Now, for those of you who don't know, Lajero is almost as close to the top of the tobacco plant as you can get. The only thing that exceeds it is Medio Tiempo. And those leaves are very rarely used because they're hard to collect and they're hard to use. And there's not a lot of them. Um, but Lajero tobacco is, in terms of regular tobacco used on a regular basis, as close to the top of the tobacco plant as, as you can get. Um, so they get a lot of that sunlight, a lot of that nutrients, and they are the most flavorful and the strongest not just flavorful in terms of like actual flavor notes but more so in nicotine strength very strong so you know you have the la florida minicana double lajero is one of the strongest cigars out there it's used to really beef up and strengthen a blend so the old jacobs not old the regular jacobs ladder is a double lajero i believe the brimstone is a triple lajero so you're going to get a very similar flavor experience but kind of everything is just amped up so imagine if you got, you know, if you had a, a Subaru WRX and then you got the WRX STI. Same car, but like everything is just jacked up to, a, to, to 11. Jay asks, what is Nick's dream job in the cigar industry? Oh, I'm doing it, baby. Guys, it's a Friday at 2.30. I'm having cappuccino and smoking a cigar. I don't think it can get better than that. Yeah. 
I mean, if there was a stake here, Chris, can you? Okay, yeah. yeah. BRB. Um, I mean, my old fantasy, not fantasy, but I, I always wanted to have my own brand at some point. I just think with FDA issues and there's so many, and not, it's not a fear of doing it, but there's so many great competitors out there that like are, are basically hitting everything I would, there's, there's not a lot new, and I'll be honest, I don't think there's a lot new I could bring to the industry. Um, I think I would be able to put a solid cigar together, solid marketing behind it. I, I decently know what I'm talking about. But I just think the competition is, is fierce. And as the FDA gets tighter, the competition is going to get even tighter. And when you're competing with guys like Nick Melillo, Robert Caldwell, the Giants like AUSA, Fuente, I'd just rather get to review what, what they're producing and critique it like an a-hole. <laughs> They'd go out there and have to make my own stuff. But that, that used to be the dream. Nice. Keep it coming, Chris. Yeah, that's we're all caught up on questions. Oh, we're all caught up. Yeah. So what um what are you getting right now? Are you you're still in the first third of the cigar? Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, right. I'm smoking it slowly. I'm doing a lot of talking. I'm trying to drink the coffee. But as you can tell, that is a fantastic burn. That's a that's a much tighter solid ash than you generally find on Connecticut. So you got to remember, Connecticut is a little bit more of a fragile leaf than something deep like a, like a broadleaf or a Pennsylvania broadleaf. It's a little bit thinner, a little bit more fragile. So it's, it's hard to get solid, very long white ashes. You, you don't see them a lot, to be honest. If you think back to your Instagrams and everything you've looked through, you really don't see a lot of long ashes on a Connecticut. You're going to get something. I mean, I might not because, you know, I'm putting it down, picking it up. But this is so solidly constructed. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Taylor Sweat asks, are there, are there any more JR Cigar Store locations being opened up? Well, we have our sister company, Casa de Monte Cristo, and they have a lot of great locations. The Casa de Monte Cristo stores, we have them in uh, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Texas, Tennessee, Michigan, Florida. Am I missing any, Chris? They're, they're yeah. all over the country. Just go to CasaDeMonteCristo.com, and you can see we have a slew of great stores. They have great events. We have the Big Smoking in the Carolinas event. They just had the Tampa Cigar Bash at one of the stores. A, lo a lot of really cool stuff. Oh, now the questions are coming in. Awesome. Um, Rodney Landers asks, what is the flavor profile of most Cubans, strong, medium, or mild? I mean, I'll tell you this. I've never really had a super mellow, Connecticut-esque Cuban. Now, have I smoked all the Cubans in the world? No. Have I smoked a lot of Cubans? Eh, decently. I've smoked... Most of the major Vitolas of the major brands, I've smoked your major Monte Cristos, Cohibas, not really you know, super fancy Cohibas, Partagas, um, El Reyes, Hoyos, Romeos. They're, I would say at, at, at weakest, they're at least all medium-bodied. At weakest. Some of them can be very strong, but I, I actually think, I, I want to say mo most of them kind of reign in that medium hindering on medium to full i've never really had a uh, a cuban cigar that was like super incredibly strong like a jacob's ladder or like a chapter one la florida minicana or like an out of the box opus x but i've never had one that's mellow like for example this uh they they generally reign in that medium medium to full and that's a big reason i think that cuban cigars are popular with cigar enthusiasts even ones from america is because 
that's like the perfect little range to be in. Because a newer guy can still appreciate the, the, like the amount of flavors, but it's not going to be too much. It's not going to be overbearing to him. Um, if anyone else has more experience with Cubans, and, and, oh, I've smoked every single Cuban ever, and you have a different side, you know, feel free to leave a comment. But for me, I find them all to be generally in that medium, tilting the medium to full range. Want me to keep asking you questions? We yeah, got yeah. like four or five. Let's just make it a question. All right. Uh, Steve Hanish of a Ranting and Raving podcast asks, if Miles Garrett was a cigar, which one would he be? You saw what happened last night, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't sell this brand, but there's a brand that Davidoff makes at other other store sell called the Hammer and Sickle. <laughs> I would say he'd be like that. Or a punch. Yeah. I, I like that one. Or he'd be a punch. A punch, yeah. No. I was interesting. I'm like, I know that name. Is that the guy that hit the guy with the freaking helmet yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gone. Yep, but he apparently is. he's not usually that guy. Yeah, I don't know what came over him, but he's out for I, the regular season. Well, I'll tell you, he definitely shouldn't have done it, but I guarantee that little cocky QB, on, when they were on the ground, he was doing something screwed up. Well, I was listening to the radio Because if this guy has this no, morning. if he has no record of bad behavior at all, and he, he hits a guy with a helmet, obviously that kid was doing something. Yeah, I was a little brat. I was listening to the radio this morning, and, and one of the guys was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to leave Mason Rudolph his... As innocent, like he might have done something. So nothing to qualify for that, but don't go off and say, "Oh, this guy just went off the hammer for no reason." If he's never had an issue before, obviously there was some reason, and the the Steelers QB should be held accountable for exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, Stephen Fisher asks, "Kill, marry, or love Sober Mesa, Umbagog, Todos Los Dias." Original Sober Mesa. I'm guessing he's saying. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good one. I would say marry the Sober Mesa because it's going to be good long term. Cigar is very solid, very consistent. Unfortunately, I hate to kill it, but kill the Umbagog. And I'm sorry to say I love Umbagog. Yeah. Uh, And then I have like a one-nighter. With the Totals Los Diaz because it's like spicy and zesty and like full yeah. of passion. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't want that every day. Nah. But uh, yeah, I think that would be my order. Nice. Um, Jay asks, best cigar someone in the industry gave to you from their own personal stash? Carlito Fuente. I met him at a Fuente Mania one year in Philadelphia. And I introduced myself, and he, like, kind of knew. I, I was surprised he even, like, kind of recognized me. But, like, he didn't really. Not like, you know, a Dave Lafferty or Nick Melillo, you know, a friend of mine. He's like, oh, yeah, I kind of maybe sort of know you. <laughs> and he pulled out what I thought was just, like, a regular opus out of his pocket. Like, oh, okay, this is going to be, you know, like a regular out-of-the-box opus. I'm excited. But when I actually, like, looked at it, it had, like, deep yellow cellophane, meaning this thing has been aged for a while. I want to say that cigar was a good six years old. Wow. And it was fantastic. And I, I regret smoking it now. I wish I, I, wish I had saved it. Um, Jerry asks, what's a fair price a store should charge over MSRP on a cigar price? Honestly, they should be charging MSRP. I mean, if it's a really small operation, I don't know. I don't know percentage-wise, but yeah. if the MSRP of this cigar is eight ninety five, you should be charging eight ninety five because you ain't buying it for eight ninety five. Yeah, You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no people now people are chiming in about the football. Steve wrote that um Mason Rudolph tried ripping off Garrett's helmet while they were on the ground. Yeah, so don't so, be a cocky. Yeah. yeah. So I think Barstool or somebody had a had a meme up today of him and it was like 
he definitely had that look of my dad's gonna sue you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't the guy like hit you like a legal hit, like like a sack, I guess it was, or a sack attempt. I think he got the ball out. Did he get the ball out? Uh, yeah, I think it was like a sack attempt, and they were on yeah. the ground. He tries pulling the guy's helmet off, so the guy's like hits him. You can't smack somebody, then when they kick you in the face, be like, "What did you do that for?" I was uncalled for. Yeah. Ugh. Backup quarterbacks, man. I know. They think if they, only they could all be like Gardner miss you. They think they run the world. Um, another question by Jay. What's what did he say? What uh, J.R. Cuban alternative would you recommend him? Recommend for him? I was. Uh, I mean, honestly, I was always my biggest alternative is always the addition limitadas. They have the Cohiba ones, the Monte Cristo ones, with the one not not the regular yellow and brown pack, the uh, the gold and black pack, the edition limitadas. They were they're really good, especially with that price. That nice oily wrapper, dark, good amount of spice to them. So I definitely check out our edition limitada lineup. Nice. Yeah, we're all caught up. You're almost finishing with that cappuccino. How's it taste? It's it's good. The cigar's actually getting a little bit more flavor now, a little bit more f- some floral notes in there. But it's kind of being overpowered by the, the bottom of the cappuccino here, all the sugary melted sweetness here. So we're just going to finish this up really quick in a minute. But I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to do some quick announcements. Like I said, we have a lot of stuff coming up. First of all, um, from now on, unless I completely forget one week, every Tuesday is going to be uh, Contest Tuesdays. So we're going to be doing some giveaway. We actually just did our first one two weeks ago. Somebody won a big Camacho humidor. And then this week we're doing um, a hand-painted Drew Estate travel humidor, a big one, like a 40, 50 count, maybe even a 100 count travel humidor. Um, So each Tuesday, make sure to check our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter page to see that. Um, Read our articles on The Blending Room. There's a lot of good reviews in there. There's a lot of good uh, cigar insight, like industry insight. And if you want to get a kind of a lead start on what, what some of our deals will be in terms of our Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals, there are some blogs going up that will tell you, like, you know, kind of give you some hints so you can be ready for what to expect. Also, we have some great top fives coming up, some, some nice holiday ones. I have my birthday one in December. Um, and keep an eye out for December 6th, that Wednesday. We will be doing a quick video, a podcast, and a blog and releasing our first ever, Nick and Greg's first ever top 25 cigars of the year list. There's going to be a very limited sampler at a very ridiculous price um, of of all 25 cigars. So that's going to be really interesting, and I hope you guys enjoy that. Any questions or comments, feel free to leave them uh, at the bottom. As always, thank you very much for watching. Today we smoked the Sober Meso Brulee, if you are looking for exactly your grandfather's Connecticut, this is the one to go for. Smooth, creamy, flavorful. Look at that top-notch burn. And it goes very well with a nice cappuccino with a sugar stick. What are they called? Rock candies. Rock candies, Rock yep. candy. So thank you all very much for watching today at jrcigars.com, and have a great weekend.